Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That was the sound of a rare goal from Arsenal legend Nicholas Bentner, who you probably remember as a misfiring striker. Got the ability, but his attitude is a disgrace. What he lacked in goals, he made up for in scintillating off-field scandal. Denmark's Nicholas Bentner has been fined €100,000 for improper conduct by UEFA. From bedding baronesses to boob job blackmail, welcome to the ludicrous life of Lord Bentner. I wanted to be one of the greatest strikers in the world. This is still my ambition and still my dream. My name is Jack Rivlin and this is The Upshot. We're a podcast unearthing ancient gossip, controversy and drama in the world of sport. And joining me today are Zachary Sweeney Lynch. Hi, Jack. Hi, Zach. And Mickey Down. Hello, Jack. Mickey, you're an Arsenal fan, aren't you? Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm what you would term a glory supporter. So <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a very, very big Arsenal fan from about... 1996 to about 2016. Yeah, well timed. <laughs> were you, were you Arsene Wenger out by the Yeah, way? But, well, yeah, because I, you know, I, like, I like change, but also it was a huge emotional baggage for me because I hate not being in control of stuff and I wasn't in control of it. And when Elsa started to become really, really shit, it really, really t- took its toll. So I... I did the thing which Steve McQueen, the director, said he did with Tottenham, which is just like threw his hands up and said, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and now they've become good again. So obviously I was sneaking <laughs> back into the fold. And then... Um, you got yourself yeah, a season ticket season to get back <laughs> season. Worst possible time. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm just dipping my head in there through the door. Well, you and Bin Laden, Arsenal fans. Yeah, exactly. Bin Laden, famously an Arsenal fan. <laughs> yeah. we had a, when we first started the upshot, we had a letter from a guy who claims he sat behind Bin Laden in the clock end for like, it was like, it was Arsenal, this is Highbury, Arsenal's UEFA Cup victory, quarterfinal victory over someone, I can't remember it. And obviously my first response was, how did you know it was Bin Laden? Because 9-11 hadn't happened yet. And he was just like, well, he was really tall and he was in full. Has Bin Laden even been to London? To Bin Laden, yeah, yes. no, he has, I think. And is, that tr- is it an urban myth that he actually went to an Arsenal match? I, he was an Arsenal fan. I know he was an Arsenal yeah, fan. I think whether he was at the clock end for like Arsenal v. <laughs> Arsenal Everton. <laughs> <Sampdoria>. <laughs> that is the famous European that is, night. top off. <laughs> yeah. The guy said he was in full Islamic dress and really tall. I was like, that yeah. Could have been anyone. Yeah. Could have been absolutely anyone. So far, and then apparently when nine eleven happened, he was like, "Fuck, that's the guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many years before was that? 
four or five. Thing is, that, that, that makes no sense because he had already perpetrated the World Trade Center bombings of like the early 90s. Yeah. So, so he yeah. was on a no-fly list. There's no way he would be in the UK. <laughs> maybe the guy, yeah, maybe the guy was familiar with the I FBI think the guy just there. saw a tall guy from yeah, Middle East in the set and thought, God, must be a terrorist. <laughs> These are the sort of people you hang out with, Jack. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, if you're listening, Gary, cheers. <laughs> See you down the next NF meeting. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's turn to a more warmly remembered Arsenal yeah. legend. Uh, legend, Arsenal legend, Nicholas Bentner. So we're going to pick up the, the chronicles of Nicholas Bentner. When the 16-year-old Danish striker joins the Arsenal Academy in 2004. And at this point, Nicholas has already got a bit of a reputation as a troublemaker. So back in Copenhagen, he was always getting in scrapes getting caught shoplifting, getting in fights with gang members. There was one story... Shoplifting into getting into fights with gang members. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's a rough, rough place. <laughs> Copenhagen. <laughs> Starts receiving a lolly. Yeah. No, there's, there's, there was one story where him and his mates apparently broke into a building site and stole a crane. <laughs> <laughs> what, drove Which, it off? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they... Uh, yeah, one of them put a traffic cone in their he, heads he, and... he sort of touches, he touches very briefly on this. Then they um, kill the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when Bentner moves to London, he ends up moving in with the same family that had previously hosted Jermaine Pennant, who avid listeners of, of this podcast. Friend of the pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, might remember. And that kind of begins actually a lot of parallels between Bentner and Pennant's careers and scandals, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, we'll come back to later. While he's in the Arsenal Academy... Bentner's sort of always getting into trouble again. Uh, he spends spends a lot of his free time hanging out in the local shopping centre with Johan Juru and Fabrice Muamba. Thieving. <laughs> yeah, the, the bad boys of Arsenal. Well, they in the Arsenal, was Muamba they were in the Arsenal, Arsenal Academy. Muamba was in the Arsenal Academy and they were, yeah, Bentner and him were quite good mates. Although he sort of says Muamba was the nicest, loveliest, sweetest guy who didn't drink and didn't do anything wrong. But yeah, so uh, part of the deal with the at Arsenal was that they have to do classes. Well, are they like 16 now? Yeah. Okay, so it's like you're doing your GCSEs. Yes, it's like a legal obligation that they, they've got to be at school. But for Bentner, that's an absolute nightmare. It's like being well, it's being back at school. Uh, and he absolutely hates it. So he's always bunking off the classes. Um, there's a story of Pat Rice, the, the Arsenal coach, catching him, hiding in the ladies' toilets. <laughs> Um, to avoid to avoid to avoid to avoid <laughs> classes. Like there was yeah. nothing untoward. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. What no, were they studying? No, was yeah. it just normal, like the Battle of Hastings and stuff, or was it? I don't what, know. Was it, I think was it, it was, was related, or was it just? It was a mix. I think geometry. Yeah. <laughs> what happens to him? He's, he's sort of turning eighteen. I don't remember him yeah. turning out for Arsenal. No. So he he makes a couple of uh, like stoppage time appearances for Arsenal, but. He also has this reputation as a bit of a troublemaker and Arsene Wenger decides to send him out on loan in 2006 to Birmingham. So he's aged 18 now. And that's actually the same, it's the same path that Jermaine Pennant took. Birmingham managed by Steve Bruce. Nicholas Bender moves up there and he moves actually into Pennant's old apartment. Um, so it's an apartment that <laughs> is intentional from him. I don't know. You, I mean, you would think that seeing what was going on with Jermaine Pennant that maybe Arsene Wenger would see the writing on the wall and <laughs> burn that apartment down. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. probably was actual writing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his other house. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine shagged here. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this apartment, so I think it was uh, used by Birmingham for loan players when they came in when they first arrived at the club. 
And among the first team players, it was known as the shag pad. Um, Clever. Ron Sill, that's exactly what it says in the term. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was on the 15th floor of this tower block in, in the centre of Birmingham. Um, and they had sort of white leather sofas. Um, sounds more like a porn set than an apartment, yeah. to be honest. Um, Pennant had lived there. Bentner moves in. And he talks about, apparently, the apartment was used by different first team players at Birmingham when they wanted to cheat on their wives and girlfriends. With the lone player there. Bender talks about players coming up to him and saying, it's all right if I borrow the, borrow the shag tag for a few hours. <laughs> so that's well, why it's, it's called the shag tag. No, I need to sleep. It's a great quote from uh, his, his uh, what's boring for you saying, they're ringing the bell like I'm running some sort of whorehouse. <laughs> 15 floors of whores. In, in a way, you are. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, I mean, it's quite a grim insight into... Birmingham. <laughs> Well, into I don't know well, about Birmingham as a whole. You go, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to turn half of half of Birmingham against Birmingham us. FC, we love um, Birmingham City, yeah, of course. Um, so but, Jay Z there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but around this time, uh, Ben also discovers the delights of strip clubs. They are delightful. Uh, well, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> um, Bender becomes pretty enamoured with uh, with strip clubs. So he's going there pretty much every night. And eventually Steve Bruce catches wind of this and he calls Bentner into a meeting and he's like, Nicholas, I've heard the rumours. You've been out. I heard you were out last week, four nights a week in the strip club. And Nicholas looks at him and he says, I'm sorry, boss. It's not true. It was five times. <laughs> what? What's he doing there? I mean, obviously um, I know what he's doing there, but he's, he's just what, getting loads of like multiple lap dances. You mean or, is he sleeping with them? Yeah, yeah. And he talks about he talks the about bringing them, bringing them back home as well. Okay, right. So he's, well, he's going there. It's kind of... He's going there. He gets a lap dance. So yeah. They the realise that he plays for Birmingham and... Oh, what, and he gets free shag? I think so. That's what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, at this, at this meeting, um, Steve Bruce sort of says to him, no, Nicholas, you're 18... I know what the temptations are, everything, but you need to just start taking yourself a bit more seriously. Um, follow your, yeah, fulfill your follow potential. Fulfill your, fulfill your potential. Anything but that. And, anything but that. You know, I think it's time you settle down with somebody. And 18. That's that's quite forward of Steve Bruce to suggest that. I'm, 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 I'm slightly fictionalising the dialogue. Uh, I mean, he likes that, doesn't he? he like, football managers like that yeah, person. Being get a married up, like care. Phil Foden is what they want. Have a baby at 18. Mm. And go, go mental authority. Cheat on her in Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately for, for Steve Bruce, uh, Nicholas heeds his advice and he settles down with a lovely lady. Less fortunately for Steve... It's his daughter, Amy. Another friend of the pod, the lovely, lovely Amy Bruce, who uh, obviously also dated Jermaine Pennant. Nicholas initially took out Amy Bruce to win a £1,000 bet with Gary McSheffrey, oh the Birmingham God. midfielder. So Gary basically bet him that he couldn't take out Amy Bruce the and Gaffer's Nicholas won daughter. it. Yeah, exactly. This has shades of um, Jermaine Pennant's Monopoly game. Yeah, it does. does. Yeah, it's, a, again. it's a seedy yeah. place. God, the Birmingham dressing room of the mid noughties Birmingham FC. And is Brucey angry? Are you going to no, do- Brucey. Brucey's delighted. So it's actually it actually seems pretty sweet. Nicholas is. Um, he's cut down the strip clubs the four times. Well, I think he's still doing that, but <laughs> okay. um, but he is actually pretty enamoured with Amy. So he talks about going round for for family dinners round at the Bruce household. Steve and his wife Janet uh, watching football with with Alex Bruce. 
Amy's brother. Oh, yeah. um, and they actually end up going on holiday together. <laughs> Nicholas Bentner and the Bruce family, they go to Barbados, Lovely. which I just love the image of Nicholas coming down to the breakfast buffet in his, in his flip-flops and Steve Bruce is there, plate of bacon and eggs probably, yeah. and just whips off his shirt. He's like, Nicholas, do you mind doing me back? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be shy. <laughs> it's a terrible Steve Bruce impression. That's right, that's right. <laughs> it's my generic northern accent. Um, Where's he from? Newcastle. Okay, Newcastle. Do, do, do me back, Nicholas. <laughs> that's all right. Maybe that's better. I thought you were doing Barbados for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a funny story about uh, Geordie accents. So my sister went to uni in Newcastle and she worked at a pub. Uh, and on her first day there, um, a guy came in and ordered two two glasses of wine and a cork, please. Uh, and she's like, sorry, two glasses of wine and a cork. I said, I, okay, I think, I think we've got corks. Um, okay, I'll go back. And, so when I got a two glasses of wine and then went into the, into the kitchen, I was like, guys, do do we have any corks here? Like, there's a guy who wants a cork. And uh, eventually they're like, I don't know, we can check the bins. So she ends up rifling, rifling through the bins, finds it, finds an old wine cork and comes up, brings it back to the guy, comes there with his two glasses of wine and a cork. And he's like, he like, no, like, so no, a cork, a diet cork. Was he annoyed? I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, back so, to So the, Brucey's at this point loving it. Brucey's Bruce delighted. Brucey, Brucey, how Bruce long is, uh, has it been going on for now at this point? Uh, what, Amy and Amy and Nicholas. Um, Nicholas. Uh, he's not Lord Bentley this yet. Is, this not is what he's up there. No, 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 no. A month? I think it's, a, I think it's a few, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a few months at least. Okay. For Steve, I think it's killing two birds with one stone, isn't it really? Got your daughter set up with a lovely, lovely young man. What's the long game Addie's keeping Nicholas on the straight and narrow. Alf Spearman Rhino. <laughs> Both very much short term. Um, yeah, but anyway, so so Nicholas seems pretty enamoured with her. And uh, when he moves back to Arsenal, he actually moves in with her at, guess where? Princess Park Manor. <laughs> <laughs> you can write it. Um, so... What is this? This is really this is, weird. That yeah, he's this doing is all this. Well, getting a little bit repetitive, isn't it? Circuit. <laughs> Home of Naughty's pop culture royalty, busted. Girls allowed. Jermaine Penner, Jermaine Ashley Cole, Penner. Yeah, uh, and now Nicholas Bentner and Amy Bruce. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, it what does Jermaine think about this? Amy Bruce and they, they haven't been Jermaine. I don't think they really. I don't think they really cross over. No. Nicholas Jermaine's and Jermaine. How much older is Jermaine Penner than Nicholas Bentner? Roughly five years. I would say so, yeah. Probably four years. When were years Amy ago. and Jermaine going at it? That would be when... Four years whenever, ago. Whenever okay, Pennant... So she's that, just picking um, off the loan signings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who have we got this year, Dad? Um, <laughs> five years. Five, five, five years, years apart, okay. So if okay. you haven't already listened to the Jermaine Pennant episode, do listen to it, because there are many parallels. An absurd amount of parallels. They're almost the same. On paper, they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, it it doesn't work out in the end with um, Nicholas and Amy. Apparently, um, he breaks up with with her while Steve Bruce is on holiday in Marbella. He's constantly on holiday. But apparently, uh, Amy calls up Steve Bruce. You can imagine her on the phone. It's like, Daddy, they're all the same. They're all the same, Daddy. And uh, and uh, yeah, Nicholas has dumped her. And apparently, Steve spends the rest of his holiday on the phone to Amy consoling her which is quite sad really. he, it's not does, it's a dark moment of does the, he confront 
Ben, um, well, Ben is ben back, back at Arsenal now. Is he not at least calling me? My, I mean, it's still my fucking dog! You fucking, my you. fucking dog! You. <laughs> you! After all I've done for you! Yeah. <laughs> my fucking... Put you up in the shag pad! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Amy. Yeah, yeah poor, poor, poor Amy anyway. But yeah. after after that, um, Bender goes on a bit of a hot streak. So he's he's living in Princess Park Manor. How could he not? That's the correlation between him moving into Princess Park Manor and the dumping of Amy Bruce. Yeah, I think so. I think it's something about that place. He like, gets the keys, he's like, it's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. But it's not all fun and games for Nicholas. So There's some football involved as well. There is, there, well, there's unfortunately very little football. <laughs> not on this podcast. I think, I think, I think it'd be a good thing if there was a bit more football, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, so there's, there was one night he wakes up in the middle of the night, hears a huge crash from outside and a girl that he's been seeing has lobbed a cobblestone through the back window of his Porsche. A cobblestone? Okay, yeah. Or she yeah, ripped yeah. it out of the ground. I don't know. I mean, from his, his Notting Hill his, 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 house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah his, his words, cobblestone. Medieval <laughs> church. Yeah, maybe she, yeah. she was a bodybuilder. <laughs> And another girl claims that he's got her pregnant. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read this section actually. A lot of crazy things happen in Bushy. Bushy's where uh, Princess Park Manor is, Uh, especially in the months after Amy is out of the picture. One of the girls I've been with comes back and claims I've got her pregnant, that there's a price if she's going to do something about it. What does that mean? I ask. It means you've got to pay for a new pair of boobs for me. I want my titties fixed, she says. (laughs) Yeah, so this is... his rejoinder? They're fine. Well, he, he ends up, yeah, <laughs> he go. ends up, he ends up, he ends up paying for a boob job from her, for her. Is she saying, I will keep the baby unless you give me a boob She's, job? She, she says she'll go to the sun if, uh, okay. if he doesn't get her a boob job. Right. So textbook boob job blackmail. Straight out, straight out of the, straight out of the coffee book. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And then after, after this, um, Nicholas dedicates a whole a whole section of his book to uh, lamenting these uh, gold diggers. This is his words: gold diggers from the nightlife scene who are up for a fuck and then take a photo of you stalkers and demand stuff to keep their mouths shut. Which is actually, I think, quite quite an interesting insight into into what it's like to be a Premier League football or, or any celebrity. I guess. I think after all these um, bad experiences with with gold diggers from the nightlife scene um Nicholas yeah Nicholas decides that it's probably it's probably better to to stick to prostitutes and he he dedicates a whole section dedicates a whole section of his book to talking about uh prostitutes which I'm going to read this this bit as well because it's one of my favorite bits (laughs) you're probably wondering why prostitutes are such a widespread phenomenon in professional football it's pretty simple it's because it's less risky than picking up girls in the town you hardly dare do the deed with a civilian any longer. Which <laughs> I just find absolutely hilarious. There he calls women who can, How women. old is he at this point? Uh, at this, this point, this is... This is uh, oh, yeah, fine. I yeah. mean, this, these are his... Yeah, these are his but memoirs. Around so. the time when he was saying, I'm off civilians for good. Mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Civilian. yeah. yeah civilians. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for, for a man who refers to women that aren't sex workers as civilians. Um, <laughs> Bender seems to still be remarkably charming. And in 2009, um, he dates and has a kid with uh, a Danish baroness called Caroline Lul Brockdorf. And it's through this that he gets the nickname Lord Bentner. Never knew that. I mean, he wasn't an actual lord, but yeah. it's close, yeah. close enough. It was assumed. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't um, a lord. He wasn't very good. So yeah, we had to get the name. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it tallied with his whole Life incredible self-confidence <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah, so then that that nickname kind of sticks with him. Is for, that why he calls non-prostitutes civilians? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, peasants. maybe it went, it went yeah. to his head. Yeah, he's got quite an interesting turn of phrase anyway. Like titties. I guess yeah. it's that like Euro yeah, Euro yeah. lad you meet if you're interrailing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. What, what, he says titties. You dare yeah. to do the deed with a yeah. civilian. Yeah. Like, you dare to do the deed with a civilian. Yeah. Titties. Titties. <laughs> Titties, yeah. Um, after Arsenal, after after his spell at Birmingham, sorry, he goes back to Arsenal. It's 2007, he's age 19 at this point. And he has a bit of a bad spell of luck. So in his first few weeks back, he has a really bad car crash on his way into training, um, completely destroys his Aston Martin, uh, and also loses a load of money at the casino. He gets pretty into casinos. This is a bit of a theme as well. Bad luck, but it's self-inflicted then. Yeah, I mean, you're playing the, if you, Maybe if you got the car crash. Yeah. What is it? Well, rec- living reckless. Yeah, living reckless. It's yeah. like bad shit happens if you live like yeah, that. I mean, it's not just like he walked out the door and like, you know, bird shattered his head. It's yeah. like <laughs> he's driving up 250 <laughs> miles per hour to training. To a casino. Um, <laughs> big 10 grand on shit, that. my luck's run yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he's, he's pretty, he's pretty baffled by this string of bad luck. Even if, you, if even if you're not, you, you cynic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nicholas. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Um, so he, he, he does the logical, uh, next step and he consults a fortune teller, um, a, a clairvoyant back in Denmark. Someone that Jem- Jermaine Pennant recommended. Probably. <laughs> it was actually his, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Doing the doors yeah. are bushy. Yeah. <laughs> Met her on the tube. Um, and she, after, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what her methods were. I can imagine. You're going to lose a, a lot, lot of, of money in the casino. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. Keep <laughs> I see strip clubs in your future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after after a long night of of uh, titties, 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 and titties and tarot cards, <laughs> um, she she decides that the source of his bad luck is his shirt number. His number, he's number twenty six, which she calls a bad number. Does he become like eighty or something? He becomes fifty two. So they switch 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 for fifty two. Fifty two, a perfect fix. Just double it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he switches to fifty two, and he's back at Arsenal, and he thinks, you know, this is sorted my luck's going to be in from now on. And obviously that was complete bollocks and it doesn't work at all. Um, so on his first, he eventually, after years, gets his first Premier League start for Arsenal and he gets sent off. Um, and then a few weeks later, um, Arsenal Again, playing... something he did. Yeah. Such bad luck. Yeah. Can we try 53? <laughs> <laughs> Is it available? Um, <laughs> Arsene Wenger must be like you fucking idiot yeah. like, I won't change my number boss okay well you know like, obviously 14's unavailable 9's unavailable 7's unavailable I want 52 yeah, yeah. So the most like rush I, I can do that <laughs> the most rational Premier League manager he's like measuring their blood for yeah, their yeah, fat yeah. content <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A few weeks later, um, Arsenal were playing... Tottenham in the League Cup semi-final at White Hart Lane and they're 4-0 down end up losing 5-1 and he gets in a fight with his strike partner Emmanuel Adebayor on the pitch so Adebayor ends up headbutting him and uh, I don't know if he breaks his nose but his nose is bleeding anyway over the next few years so he spends the next few years at Arsenal kind of as a as a sub pretty much um, and he becomes a bit of a comedy figure which for me definitely that's how I remember Bentner mm-hmm. um, you know at school if you Miss a shot and say, hey, Bentner. Yeah, so him, him and him and Mara and Shamak become kind of comedy figures. The Arsenal fans really, they can't stand them. Um, and the measured and balanced source of Arsenal fan TV delivered an excellent example of this. His whole attitude is it's absolutely stinks. He's got the ability, but his attitude is a disgrace. He should... I don't know why why he keeps him in, at this club. He should have gone. He should have gone in the summer. I don't know what we still got him on the, on the, in the club. It's a and, dis- uh, the man's a disgrace, absolute disgrace. Oh God, what's going to happen if Giroud gets injured? I mean, we got that oh, that plank up front. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that was Arsenal fan Mickey down at Boreham Wood. <laughs> That's why I turned to my badge. Yeah. <laughs> that was the final straw. Yeah. Um, Arsenal fan TV is it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but I mean, I actually think it's maybe a little bit unfair this this kind of comedy reputation that he has because he does score a fair few goals. Um, he scores forty seven in one hundred seventy one appearances for Arsenal, which, when you consider that he was almost always a substitute, um, it could be worse. One in um, four games. Yeah, one in one four. four. One in yeah, four. One in four. One in four but when you only come on for the last ten minutes, it's uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just introducing a, 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 a little bit of balance to this. It was actually incredible. (laughs) Where Wenger went wrong was letting him go. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't this actually the nadir of Arsenal? This is like, yeah, the beginning of Wenger out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Giroud's not even that good a goal scorer. Talk about him another time in relation to Benzema, but yeah, I mean, he's better than Bentner and Shamak, actually. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, in 2011, after a little bit of a a, a frustrating spell at Arsenal. Nicholas Bentner's phone rings, and whose name's popped up but Steve Bruce. <laughs> and um, you can do my back. No, I, I imagine that uh, Nicholas was expecting another earful down the line, but actually, Steve Bruce uh, invites him up to Sunderland. To, to come on loan. So Ben is age 23 now and he, he, jo- he joined Sunderland on loan. And on his first day, Steve Bruce pulls him aside in the canteen and has a chat with him. And he's like, Nicholas, um, you know, we've known each other a while. I've seen what's been going on with your career the last few years. Um, 
it's really time now that you start taking things more seriously. I want you to promise me that you're going to start behaving and you're going to take your football seriously. And Nicholas nods and says, yes, yes, boss, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a changed man. And that lasts all of five minutes. Um, so when, when Nicholas uh, arrives in Newcastle, he moves into the Hilton Hotel in the centre. Um, and in his first week, a group of his mates come up from London to visit um, and they, they go out to a nightclub um, and they have, they have a good night. And as they're leaving, they spot Mario Balotelli there with a group of his Italian mates who've come over. But they don't, they don't um, chat to them. They, you know, not they're tonight. just, they're, not tonight, not tonight, lads, not tonight, lads. Uh, so they go back to the hotel um, with a couple of girls that they've met and they're drinking, drinking wine in, in their hotel room. And at some point, Nicholas's friend Alex um, goes out to go and get some more ice cubes. And he comes back about five, 10 minutes later, completely red. It looks like he's about to cry. His face is all puffy. Um, and it turns out that he's bumped into Mario Balotelli and his mates in the corridor of the hotel. They're staying up the, up the hall and they've basically roughed him up, nicked his ice cubes and chased him down the corridor, <laughs> lobbing ice cubes at him. <laughs> They're two gangs. It's like, it's like Greece. Yeah. And um and so Bentner 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 storms out of his room, up the corridor, bangs on the door, hammers his way in, and uh basically has it out with Balotelli and his mates. What fights them? Wow. Verbals. I mean he says he says he hurls abuse at them. Uh, I like to imagine there was a little scuffle as well. But Where's Balotelli? We'll this have to get... Who's Balotelli playing for at this moment? City. Man City, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... So I don't know what he's doing up in Newcastle. Well, that's not that far, uh, I guess. Good night out. But yeah, so then, and then the following night in the same, in the Hilton Hotel, uh, Bentner gets into a fight with a wedding party. Um, so he, there's a wedding going on in the doing? hotel and he starts trying to chat to some girls and these two Scottish guys. Um, One of them was in the wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go past him. <laughs> um, and he ends up punching oh one of the wedding God. guests in the face, knocking him out, gets arrested. And this is in his first week at Sunderland. <laughs> also, imagine um, if it's your wedding day. Nicholas Bentner wanders in, presumably in a tracksuit, smashed or like not in, sorry, not in wedding attire. And then he fucking pulls under the hits, hits on the bride and punches one of your mates. Yeah, yeah. It's a good evening. Yeah, yeah. I think on reflection, after <laughs> years of back, past, man, that yeah. was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that'll be the best bit. But there was one other promise that Steve Bruce got Nicholas Bentner to make when he arrived at Sunderland. So this is—I'm going to quote this again. We've got a lad. Really? Ah, oh, should I do my Steve Bruce yeah, accent? Try. Yeah, go we've, on. Got, we've got a got a lad. Oh no, that's not. <laughs> got a lad, a really good lad. He's our captain, Lee Catamol. You and Lee, it's not going to work. You two need to stay away from each other. Do you promise me you will? And Bentner promises that, he, that he'll stay away from Lee Catamol. He's a bit confused. He's like, Lee, Lee Catamol is a captain. He seems like seems like a decent decent enough guy. Stay away uh, but from anyway, anyway, so Bentner once he moves out of the notorious Hilton Hotel. He moves into a new house on what he describes as the most expensive street in Newcastle. Not that he's showing off. Um, and yeah, I'll read this bit again. As soon as the estate agent is gone, my mobile rings. Try going upstairs, says a voice that sounds vaguely familiar. Why? Just do it now. Okay. Go into the big bedroom, the one that overlooks the street and open the window. When I look out the window, I can see someone waving at me from the house diagonally across the road. It's... It's Lee Catamol. 
She's moved in opposite. She's moved in on the same street as Lee Catamore. One Catamore's um, just rung him yeah, like, like that. Yeah, so, oh, there's, there's my boy. Nicholas and Lee basically become best, best mates. They're always, they're, uh, yeah, Lee, they're cut from, the same, cut from the same cloth. Um, and they, they, uh, they go out drinking together all the time. There's one night, um, they've been out for dinner in Newcastle and they're on their way to the casino, obviously. And they're walking down a street and they end up jumping up on the cars, jumping, like running along the street on top of the cars, booting off the wing mirrors. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which doesn't go down too well with the with the Sunderland fans. And uh, the next day, uh, the police arrive at Sunderland's training ground, and they're both charged with vandalism. So rightly so, rightly, rightly so, yeah. So he he, he does all right at uh, Sunderland, um, scores a fair few goals, and actually manages to somehow earn himself another loan the following season to Juventus. Where Mario Balotelli is waiting for him. <laughs> if only. If only there's somebody else waiting for him. So uh, he actually ends up only making, I think, eight appearances for Ju- Juventus, but it does shape him in another way, this this spell. Um, so he talks about on his first day at Juve, um, coming back from the canteen to the dressing room and smelling smoke. And he's like, what? smells like cigarettes here and he goes into the bathroom and there's Pirlo, Marquisio, Buffon and uh, Vidal sipping espressos and smoking fags and Pirlo offers him a cigarette and school something <laughs> yeah 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 and uh he does what I think if, if Andrea Pirlo offers you a cigarette, you say yes. Take it, um, take and two. Nicholas ends up taking up smoking. So while he's at UVA, he smokes four or five I'll cigarettes a day. Yeah, he just wants, he's just he's wants to hang out with the cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much why anyone takes up smoking. Yeah, right? And I would argue espressos as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah so that's, that's sort of the, the main takeaway from his, his spell at Juventus. Um, and he then moves back to Arsenal, but he's really not not playing a lot. And in 2014, he's he's age 26 by this point. That's quite young. Still quite young. Yeah, still, he's, young. He's still, yeah. still could could be doing a job somewhere in the championship. And Arsenal were playing Bayern Munich in the in the Champions League knockouts, and Nicholas isn't even in the squad. Um, so he's gone back to Copenhagen, and he's out with a group of his mates. They're watching the game in a bar. And after the game, I think Arsenal lose. They go outside to get in a cab and they end up just sort of mucking around in the cab. I think they're fiddling with the guy's radio and they get into a bit of a, an argument with him. And I'm just going to put this, this is, this is the words of the cab driver because I can't put it any better myself. Bentner. You're going to do an impression of the cab driver? <laughs> Danish accent. Minimal Danish. Speak quite good Danish. Uh, I'm not going to do a Danish accent. Okay. Shame. Big I shame. I can try. But, yeah. but I don't think, I think, I assume you would have spoken this in Danish. Okay. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's not going to speak in a bad Danish accent. <laughs> speak it in English in a Danish accent. Dropped his pants and rubbed, dropped his pants and, no. Okay. That was actually all right. Bender dropped his pants and rubbed himself on my taxi while whipping the car with a belt and screaming, fuck me. <laughs> Great accent as well. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So Why is he saying "fuck me"? He's <laughs> talking to the taxi. Is, is, like, is that like "fuck me" or is it like "fuck me"? It's like "fuck me." Fuck me. This is a this um, is a new term for him. Yeah. So uh, it, it seems like cab drivers are a bit of a recurring theme in Bender's um, Bender's life. So a few years later, 
the cabbies of Copenhagen are back in his sights. Um, <laughs> and he gets into a confrontation with another cab driver. He's with his girlfriend this time. And he tries to do a runner from uh, a £4.80 <laughs> cab fare. In Bender's defence, he says that the cab driver drove the wrong way and he jumped out. But, you know, either way. Yeah. You just don't even complain. <laughs> Again, this pay. is another thing, time when it's bad luck, but totally on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I had to the, do a runner. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the cab driver ends up driving after him, chasing him down the street, gets out, and they have a little, uh, I think he lobs something at Bentner. Bentner ends up, Bentner ends up. all fours and is like, fuck me again. That's what we were doing. He, he peels himself off the back of the cab and uh, lamps this guy. <laughs> it's a role play thing. <laughs> so hot. Um, <laughs> Everyone, everyone has their thing. You know? yeah. don't, 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 knock, don't knock it until you try to. We don't kick shame on this pod. Yeah. Um, but he ends up punching this cab driver in the face and breaks his jaw, and then does it's a runner. Terrible behavior. Yeah, it's really, it's really. Well, so he basically order. does a runner from the guy's cab and then knocks him out as well. Well, he does the runner, and then the guy catches up, catches up with him, and he breaks his jaw, and then does another runner back home, and uh, and the police then arrive. So, he, so presumably, then he didn't need to get the cab in the first place if he's running home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit night for the cab driver, isn't it? Yeah. First of all, you get lost. Then you get denied your full creative yeah. fare. And then you get jawbroken. Yeah. And a guy has sex with your taxi. <laughs> your I mean, love carriage. it every time. Plot twist, it was the same cab driver. From- <laughs> he loves it, really. Yeah. Came back for more. Um, but he he gets arrested uh, and gets ends up being charged, uh, gets a 50-day house arrest sentence. So, uh, so he's on three. This is the f- third time he's arrested. No, this is... Well, well he's arrested how, for... How what was the first one? Knocking out the guy in the hotel. Uh, the guy, the car hotel. vandalism. Then the car vandalism. Different jurisdictions. Catamol. Yeah, different jurisdictions. Interpol on... There was a red notice out for Nicholas Bender. It's vandalism. But it's cars again. Lock up your cars. But he, yeah, he gets, he's on, he's on tag. He's on tag. <laughs> oh, really? on tag again. Just like, just like, yeah, we're going full circle. Yeah. So he serves this under, under house arrest. Um, and after that, he, uh, he ends up joining FC Copenhagen, his hometown club, which, uh, you know, it's a great homecoming. The, ha- the, the fans go crazy. Um, they sell out of Nicholas Bentner shirts in the club shop. All three of them have been <laughs> sold. And All the number 52 <laughs> shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what number it was actually. I, I assume. I mean, fifty-two didn't go to plan. So yeah. surely he's getting, some other random. It was like seventy-three. Surely <laughs> FC Copenhagen, you're getting nine. Yeah. So he ends. He makes a handful of appearances for FC Copenhagen, and and then decides to retire um, at. 31 30 31 um pretty young pretty young yeah but so what that the way we've described his career sounds like he played off the bench for Juventus well, we haven't twice. really discussed his career no, we haven't. <laughs> well we've discussed his real career yeah but did he ever did he ever have a spell a hot streak anywhere is he remembered uh, as a legend on the pitch anywhere? i mean i think for, for for denmark he was he's a bit of a bit of a legend he scored i think it was 31 30 goals in 81 appearances so at the time are Denmark any good i think they got good after he retired yeah they're playing in yeah so there was a tournament i mean they played, they played the World in, Cups in and doesn't he get fined for revealing some pants that have paddy power on them yeah 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 Why so he, he pants out? oh like the Calvin Klein bit of the boxes. Yeah, I think before the World Cup, Paddy Power get in touch with him and ask if he'll do this this uh, promotion stunt where if he scores, 
which I mean, is big enough risk for them anyway. <laughs> um, if he scores, he'll he'll uh, reveal these Paddy Power pants, and he does remarkably. Um, Just to be clear, and- we were not paid by Paddy Power. Tell this story. Finally, the center of the score, <laughs> and you can get yours on Saturday's game. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's a good time to go and have a word um, from our sponsors. <laughs> um, Any other clubs where he? We've got. Uh, his, um, I've got his Wikipedia I mean, open. It says, but the, the, you can always judge someone from their related articles, and those related yeah. articles are the 2015 Emirates Cup. And Lee Catamol. <laughs> is that actually, yeah. I like it when on the left on Wikipedia it's like controversy, scandals, incident with taxi yeah, legal drivers. Legal issues. Yeah. <laughs> Ca- taxi cab kinks. <laughs> uh, it's a decent career. 72 goals in 296 games. That's pretty poor. But mm. So when he went to Copenhagen he had six appearances. What are that? Oh, he didn't like? score any goals. Swan no song. goals. Just, yeah. He was Wheel just he was out. just there for there for the shirt sales. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's messy to win to Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> After that, he he retires. But he's actually a massive celebrity in in Denmark. Um, the last that I heard of of uh, Nicholas was that he launched a prank show um, where he's he's pranking his his fellow celebrities called. Nicholas Pranker, <laughs> imaginatively. Yeah, see what you've done um, there. Does that work in yeah. Danish as well? Yeah. Nicholas, Nicholas, Pr- yeah. Pranky Iyer. Yeah. Uh, what is Pranky that? Pranky Nicholas Pranky Iyer. Is, is it a sort of punked? I think so. Do you know what punked is? Uh, uh, yeah. Pop culture knowledge can be oh, thin. Yeah. Punked you know where Ashton Kircher, do you know who that is? The actor. Yes, yeah, yeah, he, it's like the Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. literally Rio Ferdinand ripped it off. Yeah, yeah. Murked. Changed punk to murked. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. Same. Anger. Get a lot of stories out of that doc, actually. Yeah, and that, that sort of brings us up to date, I think, on the Nicholas. What's he up to now? Is he in Copenhagen now? Does he live there or does he... Does he pranking, uh, maybe. Pranking. <laughs> he's, just, he's just pulling chairs yeah. away from people who are trying to sit down. <laughs> cling- it's actually really annoying. <laughs> Covering loose seats in cling film. Do you reckon Amy Bruce has got a text since? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we, yeah. we prank called Amy Bruce. We've got to get her on. Uh, got to get her on. Yeah, we got to. Or Steve. He's going to prank Steve. call Steve Bruce and ask if he's got any other daughters. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably sign him if he calls him. Yeah. <laughs> where, yeah. So where are we ranking him in the Pantheon? Or, you know, we we talked... Jermaine, oh, against Jermaine Pennant. Yeah, basically Jermaine Pennant. You want to say, oh, wrong him, but then you're like, he's lovable, but also he's young. Like, it, these people, these, lots of this, yeah. all of this took place in some, in the guy's 20s. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was arrested three times. <laughs> yeah. For assault. <laughs> Kicking the wind mirrors off Yeah, the thing with Jermaine Pennant was that he was, you know, he was shagged around and he was kind of misogynist and he was awful in those ways. But was he, did he actually like, Violent. cause grievous no. bodily harm on people? So. No. I don't think so. No. no. Okay, you've uh, you've kind of undermined my analysis okay. <laughs> with, okay. the, with the violence talk. <laughs> no, I mean to be honest, I, I've uh, if we're doing wrong, wrong in ratings, I've gone for a five point five out of ten. I can't even remember what I gave Pennant, but I've actually walked him a lot. Like his uh, his autobiography is actually very reflective about things. Um, so he kind of recognizes all these mistakes that he's made um, and talks about wanting to go back and. Give his younger self a bit of a slap around the face. Ray really Pennant doesn't do that in his autobiography, does it? It's just sort of a list of it's just then list I did of things. Yeah. Yeah. I did this, I did yeah. this, and I showed this, and then I did this. Yeah, is it reflective? It actually is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just I think he offers like quite a lot of insight. Bentner, uh, Bentner, yeah, just like things like the into Brexit. General insight, yeah, yeah. Really. nuclear fission. <laughs> yeah, that's part two of his. <laughs> I, I think you guys are right to point out that, like all these guys, you're in your twenties. 
you know, you're having a lot of money thrown at you. And I, I don't know how much, a whole lot wrong he did in terms of, you know, being a bad person and he's reflective and you've got to give bonus points to anyone who's just honest in the, in the autobiography. Yeah. That yeah, is I mean, the point of an autobiography. No, though. but yeah, but you know, like for example, he didn't have to talk about the um, the prostitutes thing. Isn't there quite a funny story in his autobiography as well, where he, him, and a teammate break into the club changing ground, and there's like a swimming pool with a slide. Don't know why the changing oh. ground has a slide, by the way. They're for children, but he, they break in at, with these two girls, and they're like shagging. I'm telling you yeah, my story. They, right? yeah. They're shagging, and they're like having this competition of what sex positions they can do while going down the slide. So they're like, they're like penetrate. Okay, three out of ten. <laughs> yeah. The wrong meter. They're like, it's just swung. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about coming into training the next day and seeing his mate's knees and they're, um, they're all just red raw from yeah. doing doggy style sw- going down the slide. Isn't there another really funny bit of phrasing in that as well, where he says something like the poor fell, yeah, the poor fellow's knees were red raw. <laughs> <laughs> He's got such a funny like Euro English. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. for example, most footballers don't tell stories like that. Or the boob job blackmail is a good example. They don't give you that, like, what it's actually like mm. to be living that CD lifestyle. And I guess... Well, I guess the you, ones that have written autobiographies do. I don't know. I've read a lot of football autobiographies. They tend not to get that This is, this is, the, this is the best one that I've read, to be really? honest. Well, yeah. Yeah. Better than yeah. Jermaine. It's better written. Really? <laughs> yeah. Lots of crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I think you get bonus points for like detailed honesty, or at least you do from the upshot because we love that 100%. stuff. Yeah, I think Jermaine Pennant is more lovable than Nicholas Bender. Yeah, I'm inclined. I think to he's agree. funnier as well. I don't yeah. think I think Nicholas Bender actually is proper a proper wrong and like, in that period. Yeah. I think maybe he's reflective now, and he probably is. You know, he's got his prank show, and he's he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's in his mid thirties now. But I think yeah. at the time, like Jermaine Pennant did some fucking stupid things, but like. He had a terrible upbringing, yeah, and he didn't mm, beat true, anyone up. True. Like, uh, did Ben have a kill the cat? Didn't he? Or, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> he kill did. a cat. He covered up the murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, to like be honest, though. I think that is, I think that's pretty fucking out of order. Really, yeah. like to your girlfriend, like your dog kills your girlfriend's cat, and you don't tell her. Yeah, but but is it? But is it worse? Than the cat's cat already himself. dead. No one got hurt. Yeah, true. But from, well, from the yeah, yeah. from the cat that was horribly yeah. savage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Rizzler paper between yeah. them for me, but yeah, I'm yeah. inclined to agree with Mickey that Jermaine's got. I'm rooting for Jermaine more as an underdog. Yeah, hundred percent enough. Hundred percent. Right. Who's next? Shane Warne. But no, he's they, he's definitely not wronging. Well, save. Yeah, no, he's not. But save that material yeah, for yeah, Shane yeah. Warne. <laughs> I think uh, that's about all we've got time for. So Zach, thank you very much for bringing us. Boob job blackmail story of Nicholas Bentner. Been a pleasure. And Mickey, thank you for whatever it is that you just did. <laughs> thank you very much. Happy to be here as, as always. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks very much. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.